This meditation is on the characters of the gospel that we see in the narrative of the birth of child Jesus. And we will talk to the Lord about a few ideas that you can see in these characters of the gospel. And here is the first idea. All the people involved in the birth of Jesus, including Jesus, are following a vocation. Okay, think about it. Vocation can be defined as something that makes you to take an existential turn in your life and makes you discover your real self. So your life is something that is going in some direction and then when you discover your vocation, there is a big turn there. A big turn there that changes your life forever and makes you discover your real self. And this is what happens to all the characters in the gospel that are involved in the birth of child Jesus, including Jesus. First one, Saint Joseph. Saint Joseph was thinking of sending our lady away quietly, according to Matthew. But then after the announcement of the angel, right? He took his wife and called baby's name Jesus. So Saint Joseph was planning to live a totally different life. But then God showed to him his plan. And then Joseph became the man who was supposed to be. The man that took care of the holy family, right? The man that lived a, a divine adventure. He had to flee to Egypt to protect the baby, right? Then he had to come back to Israel. Then this episode in the temple where Jesus was lost. Uh, and then lots of ordinary life in Nazareth. Raising Jesus. Helping Jesus to become a man. Because Jesus is perfect man. Jesus needed a father. And that father was Joseph. And that happened because Joseph said, Okay, this is my vocation. God is calling me to do this. So he took this turn. Existential turn in his life. And he discovered his real self, right? The same applies to Mary. So Mary moved from just willing to be a virgin and pray to God and hope that the Messiah was going to come soon. From that, she became actually the mother of God because of the announcement of the angel. Again, right? So Mary experienced this existential turn in her life. At a certain point in your life, you find out what God wants you to do in this world. And that changes everything. It changes everything for something good because you discover your real self. Well, the real self of Mary is that one, to be the mother of God. This happened to Jesus. Jesus is carrying out his vocation somehow it is a mystery, but somehow from the very beginning, God knew how the, salvation, the history of salvation was going to unfold, right? And it was a plan. The second person of the Holy Trinity was going to take flesh in the person of Jesus of Nazareth, right? And Jesus of Nazareth was going to be the Son of God. And he was going to carry out this mission of setting us all free from sin by dying in the cross. Passion, death, and resurrection, right? So Jesus is always carrying out his vocation. And even 
when he didn't like it at a certain point because the Lord told God the Father, hey, if there is no other way to drink this chalice, okay, not my will, but yours be done. So Jesus had this difficulty, right? This difficulty of carrying out his vocation. But he said yes, because our real self is that one when we say yes to God's plan. This idea applies as well to the shepherds. I don't want to bombard you with the same idea constantly, but it happens to all the characters, right? The shepherds. The shepherds are these <clears throat> poor people of Israel. Shepherds means in the culture of Judaism back in the days of Jesus Christ, right? Poor people, low income, marginalized people doing this job that nobody wants to do, that is to take care of animals, right? So the shepherds were there kind of just imagine looking after your flock late in the night in the shepherd's field where nothing is happening, you know, and where you want to fall asleep and forget about this job, you know, it's tedious. And so they moved from that to, hey, they said to one another, let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And then they went in haste. That's the real self of these guys. Their life before the announcement of the angel is pretty, you know, flat, if you like. After the announcement of the angel, everything changes. So these guys go and see child Jesus and they become the first ones of seeing the Son of God among us, which is amazing. Right? The shepherds, there is a lot of meaning in this word. Eh? They were the first ones visiting child Jesus. As Benedict XVI says, first, because they were the closest ones. So, why the shepherds first? Well, first, because they were the closest ones, the ones looking after their flock in the, in the, in the shepherd's field, right? Then, well, shepherds are the poor of Israel. The Lord would say, Blessed are the poor. Right? And then, Prophet Micah said, From Bethlehem will come out the one who is to shepherd Israel. Book of the Prophet Micah, chapter 5. Then, King David, before he was called to be anointed as king of Israel by Samuel, he was looking after the flock. And the one who was just looking after the flock was going to become the shepherd of Israel. And from him, there was gonna come an heir of his throne whose kingdom will have no end, right? So there is a lot of meaning in the shepherds yeah, because God carries out his plans in a very simple way, a mysterious way. But again, the life of these people changed radically because of God's plan. And finally, the Magi. The Magi moved from being these guys studying heaven and skies, right? And scanning the horizon to see stars and reading prophecies because they were priests of Zoroastrian, this Zoroastrian God, you know, this pagan God, right? They moved from that life of totally being in the wrong direction 
to go to the place where child Jesus was. Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. Their life changed from being pagans to being the ones from the Gentiles, meaning pagans, adoring the Lord. That is amazing. Because vocation is what makes you to take an existential turn in your life and makes you discover your real self. And let us now bring up here the counter stories, right? Jonah. Jonah received a vocation, Jonah the prophet. And, oh, I have to preach to Nineveh the conversion for the sins. But Nineveh is a super big sin. A, excuse me, it's a super big city. A lot of sin there. I'm done with this mission. He ran away in the opposite direction. You remember the story, right? What happened to that guy? Three days in the belly of the fish, right? And then he decided, oh, I have to go back to my vocation because my life without my vocation doesn't make any sense, right? Zachariah, oh, how can I know that this is going to happen? What you are saying, that my wife, Elizabeth, is going to conceive. She's 80, even older, you know? Oh, he lost his speech. <laughs> because when you don't follow God's plan, you, you are not you. <laughs> Only when you follow your vocation, you find, you discover your real self. And it takes a turn, an existential turn. So let us ask our Lord this night, as we contemplate him in the manger, as we contemplate the characters that are involved in this beautiful historic event, let us ask our Lord to discover our vocation. When I say vocation here, it refers to a couple of things. First one, following Jesus. Eh? All of us have vocation to follow Jesus. Someone who is not following Jesus closely is kind of still searching, but we have to follow Jesus, right? That's when we are good. Think of your best moments in your life. Best moments in my life happened, and in your life, think about it, happened when you were close to the Lord. When we are not close to the Lord, it's not okay. You, you, you can't pretend that it's okay, but it's not. And all of us know. Anyways, vocation to follow Jesus and vocation to work because we have a mission to carry out in this world through our ordinary lives. Huh? Our holiness, and that's the second idea, our holiness, you know, it's about doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Simple like that, right? God is not expecting of us super difficult things. God is not expecting of us to succeed in all the aspects of our life. God is asking us to do what we have to do, to be what we are supposed to be doing, right? The person we have to be, right? Again, think of the shepherds, simple people doing what they were supposed to be doing. Those ones were the first ones to see Jesus. Because when you do what you are supposed to be doing, when you are the person you are supposed to be, then you are doing finding your real self right so if you want to be a saint don't think of amazing stuff amazing success no problems in your life complete happiness no difficulties no problems no pain no sorrow no 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 if you want to be a saint just be who you are are you a father be a good father are you a mother be a good mother are you a husband be a good husband are you a wife be a good wife are you a kid a son 
be a good son. Are you a daughter? Be a good daughter. Are you a sibling? Or are you a sister or a brother? Be good to your brothers and sisters, you know. Ordinary life. Because the ones who are doing normal things, the normal things that they are supposed to be doing, are the ones who find Jesus. The shepherds were watching over, the shepherds were watching over their flock by night. Simple like that. Lord, give me your grace to do what I'm supposed to be doing. Then, third point. When it comes to discovering our vocation, vocation to follow Jesus, vocation to work, we kind of experience this fear. Because when God appears there and shows to us what he wants in our professional career, in our following him, right? We experience this fear, right? As we read in St. Luke's Gospel, they, the shepherds, were filled with fear when the angel appeared. That's something that happens in all the narratives, vocation narratives in the Old Testament. You see this, this feature. The angel of the Lord appears, this pattern. The angel of the Lord appears, the guy or the lady, oh my God, this is big deal because this is the angel of the Lord. And then they feel this fear, right? So then God tells them, hey, do not be afraid. <clears throat> so if we cannot discover, uh, when we discover our vocation, if we feel a little bit of fear, don't worry. When you, oh, I want to do this professional career, but that's going to be difficult, man. And I feel afraid of just thinking of it, right? That's a good sign. Don't worry, just go and do it. If you go and do it, if it's reasonable, what you are trying to do, you know, go and do it. Don't be afraid. God is with you. It's going to be okay because God is going to be with you. We have to check that what we are going for is reasonable. Eh? So that's why we discover our vocation in the context of our family. Because we need to talk to our parents or in spiritual direction. Hey, I guess my vocation to follow Jesus is this one. Or my vocation to work, I guess, is this one, you know. Well, you got to double check in the spiritual direction because, you know, you got to make sure that you are doing <laughs> the right thing, right? So, let me tell you that home is the place where children find their vocation. So that's something big for the parents, eh? Parents are supposed to help their kids throughout their life to discover their vocation and to persevere in their vocation. So that's a super important role that the Lord is, you know, entrusting us. You know. Not too long ago, this, <clears throat> this mother told me, Father, the other day I had a kind of an argument with my daughter because, you know, she said, Mom, I want to be a YouTuber. That's what I want to do in life. I want to be a YouTuber. <clears throat> and I told her, what? What are you talking about? I don't allow you to be a YouTuber. You know, that's, that's useless, you know. What are you talking about? Go to your room, you know. <laughs> End of the conversation, you know. So I told her, well, <clears throat> you could have said, oh, so you want to be a YouTuber. You want to be a good content creator. Well, it takes a lot of courses because you need to learn how this works. Eh? So you have to take a lot of courses. <clears throat> you have to be creative. Because you need to come up with good ideas, okay? So good ideas don't come out of nothing, you know? You have to read books. You have to follow a lot of people, good people. 
that give you inspiration and good ideas. Plus, you need to film a lot of hours and then you have to edit and finally you get to good content, right? And editing is tedious. Plus, you need a software that is super expensive. Uh, so you need lots of hard work, man. And I don't think, I mean, I asked you yesterday to help me out with the kitchen, to clean up the kitchen, you didn't show up. You don't clean up your room. Three days ago, it was a mess. Today is still the same. I don't think you will be a good YouTuber unless you change your attitude. So why don't you go to your room and think about it? We need to help our people to discover their vocation and to persevere. And we need these <clears throat> communication skills, right? It is difficult when we talk to young people, it's difficult to communicate because we need to create that real communication. You know? We gotta get to know the person and we have to get the person listening to us, right? And having a dialogue, right? <laughs> Not too long ago, other mother told me, <clears throat> uh, father, I don't know what to do with my teenage son. And I told her, why? Well, when I go and pick him up at school, it's always the same. Hey, son, how was, how was school? It was good. What did you do? Nothing. <laughs> oh. But when I pick him up for another activity, it's the same. Son, how was hockey practice? It's good. What do you do? Nothing. The guy looks at the window in the car. <laughs> or if I pick him up from a birthday party with friends, how was the party? Hey, what's party? How was the party? It's okay. What do you do? Nothing. <laughs> so I told his mother, have you ever considered changing the questions? Because, you know, we have to start doing something here. So people discover their vocation in the family. And in order to have a conversation, we need communication skills. Let us ask our Lord to be able to say the right words, to have the right attitude so that the kids open up with us, right? And, and of course, kids who are listening to me right now, if your mom is asking you, it's because she's interested. So you got to cooperate a little bit. Then, so. <laughs> then <clears throat> something that is important that we learn these things from these characters of the gospel during the birth of Jesus, right, is you, we need to follow our vocation with determination. Determination is key. I got an email not too long ago. Dear hiker, I will destroy you. As you cannot even imagine, I will destroy you. But if you stick to the plan, I will take you all the way up to the top of the mountain and you will enjoy the best view in the world. Hope to see you around. Sincerely, discipline. So discipline, effort, perseverance, sacrifice, constancy. Yeah? These words are not the trend, right? Because in our culture, we, we run away from suffering. 
we think somehow that suffering is bad. Our culture is pleasure is good, suffering is bad, you know. But that's a simplification of a fake simplification of the reality of the world, right? So we want everything right now, but just in one click. We want great results. We want to lose 30 pounds without working hard every day. Yeah? We want great results in one day. No, doesn't work like that. We need to work one day, other day, other day. And you know, good news is, as San Jose Maria says, no ideal comes true without sacrifice. Or if you like, every ideal comes true, you know, with sacrifice. So Lord, give me a grace to have determination, determination to be a good son, determination to be a good student, determination to be a good father, determination to be a good wife, determination to be a good sister, determination, because when I work hard on that, then, I feel good because that's my vocation to be who I am to work in what the Lord wants me to work so determination super important and when there is determination you go out and about in life you know with haste somehow it is interesting <clears throat> um, this expression with haste occurs in the New Testament at least in three occasions. First one, the shepherds going to the cave, right? They went with haste. Then Mary went with haste to the hill country to visit Elizabeth, right? And then the women on Easter Sunday went to the tomb with haste to anoint the body of Jesus. In those three examples, what happens there is these people are in love. There has been something amazing happening in this cave, the Messiah, the Savior, okay? The Son of God. So you go with haste because this is amazing, this is important. And you want to see it. You want to be part of this great thing, right? You see? Vocation transforms your life. Makes you discover your real self. Mary went to Ain Karim, a small town, to visit Elizabeth to serve, to serve the one that was in, in trouble because she was old and she needed some help. And the women went with haste to the tomb on Easter Sunday. As soon as they could walk a distance that was allowed by the law of Judaism, right? So they went. So let us ask our Lord to have this determination when it comes to our vocation of following him and working hard in what we have to do and to be what we have to be, right? And here's the thing. Determination in doing the will of God is a manifestation of love for God. Sometimes we think that love is just amazing feelings, amazing thoughts, amazing poetry, amazing, you know, feeling super good. And that is true. These things happen. But there are more manifestations of love. For instance, determination is one of them. When I'm firmly determined to do what the Lord wants me to do and I show that determination, that's love. 
it's a different kind of love, but it's, it's a really, really good one, you know? When you say, no, I'm gonna study three hours today because I need it, and you cut off phones, uh, distractions, and you study three hours and you do your thing, that's love. If you say, Lord, I'm gonna do this because I love you, because you have created me to do this, right? Determination, let us ask our for this determination. Then, an interesting idea as well is our vocation happens in ordinary life. Eh? Look at Jesus. Jesus is born in Bethlehem of Judah. He's a baby. And then, by being a baby, he's making an impact in all Jerusalem. We read in <clears throat> St. Matthew's Gospel, when Herod, the king, heard all these things, he was troubled and all Jerusalem with him. As Jesus is born, he's making an impact in the city of Jerusalem. He would make an impact in the city of Jerusalem, entering the city, riding a donkey, right? So the Lord is the powerful one, but he shows his power in a different way. Pilate was surprised. Are you a king? My kingdom is not from this world because his kingdom works differently with this humility. And that's what the Lord would preach about, right? Be the one who serves. Become like children. Be the last. The first will be last, and the last will be first. So service. When we are serving, we are living according to our vocation, because the Lord wants us to follow him. So we have to behave like him. So it is when I serve, that I am becoming and living according to my vocation, right? So Lord, give me this capacity of following you with this love and this humility. Eh? And finally, the one who follows his vocation finds fulfillment in life. The Lord said in the book of Revelation, I make all things new. The Lord wants us to be a new person, a new creature. Of course, we are new creatures because we have been redeemed by Christ. And we contemplate now the birth of this child Jesus who is going to set us free from sin in the cross in his passion, death, and resurrection. We have been turned into something new. But our specific path to that is our vocation. If I follow my vocation, I find this fulfillment and I become a new person. And I become someone refreshed. And I wake up every day in the morning with motivation. Because I know who I am, where I come from, and where I'm going. Because I know my vocation. My vocation to develop my talents, to work well, to love people around me, to love God, to have friends, you know. This vocation gives me my identity. Following Jesus gives me a identity. Following my professional vocation gives me identity. I know who I am. The disciples in the road to Emmaus they lost their identity somehow. They thought Jesus was dead and everything was over. Turns out Jesus is alive. And look at what happened. The Lord explained to them everything. They understood. They realized, hey, this is good. They told Jesus, hey, stay with us. Don't be on the road because it's dark. It's late in the evening. You don't want to be walking down the road alone, you know, in the evening. Come with us. And then once they re recognized that it was Jesus, Jesus vanished from their eyes and then they say let's go back to Jerusalem right now 
they were not afraid of darkness, of being alone on the road. <laughs> because they discover, if Jesus is alive, my life makes sense because I have to be witness to everybody of this resurrection of Christ. Vocation gives you identity. So let us ask our Lord. Lord, give me your grace to meditate on my vocation, to discover my vocation, and to follow my vocation. You know, and that's going to bring me lots of joy. The Magi, when they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. That's probably the longest expression of joy in the New Testament. They rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. Because when you follow your staff, you are happy. You know who you are, you do what you have to do, and everything is fine and amazing. When you know what you have to do, who you are, you are not afraid of anything. So, <clears throat> let us ask our mother, let us ask Joseph and child Jesus, as we contemplate the nativity scene this Christmas, let us ask the Holy Family to help us to live our lives to the full, that is, according to our, our vocation, to live our lives according to our vocation, 